Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Well, everybody, we are starting off this recording at a lovely time, at a lovely hour of the night. (laughs) Sunday night, guys, we are recording this, the night before we upload this episode, which you will hopefully be hearing on Monday when we upload it. And this has been an interesting week. I went to Tennessee from Wednesday to Saturday. We got home yesterday and uh, Maddie and mom stayed home because Maddie wasn't feeling all that great. And so they had to stay home and we went on the trip and we had a conference going on. So that's what we were doing down in Tennessee for a couple days. And so we haven't recorded because our usual day for recording is usually Friday. Mm-hmm. And so here we are Sunday evening <laughs> recording. At 10.52 p.m. Really late for you guys. But dog is walking in the background. Yeah, I mean, this is just real life, folks. Like, we have said that we're going to be real with y'all. Yeah, there's the dog. We're so. being real, real with you guys. So, Maddie, intro us into what we're going to be talking about. Now the dog's going to eat. This is... We'll be back. Intermission. Okay, we're back now. <laughs> um, so, today, we are going to be talking about all things dating and relationships and all this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. This is an episode that me and Lily are really passionate about this kind of stuff, just Mm -hmm. trying to help teenagers specifically navigate this area of life. Yeah. Even though me and Lily are still young and single as a Pringle. (laughs) Single as a Pringle. Yeah. Isn't that what the kids say? I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) But We still have some knowledge. We've had a lot of good examples in our life of what marriage should look like, what dating relationships should look like. So this is something that we're excited to get into. We've got some really good verses that we found, and this is kind of a hot topic these days because dating is something that has honestly become very, how do I want to say it, like mundane almost. Mm -hmm. It's something that isn't sacred anymore. I feel Mm -hmm. like it used to be that people would date like one person and then they would get married. Right. All this stuff. Nowadays, we've got like 12 year olds who are all, this is my boyfriend, mm-hmm. this is my girlfriend. And you have parents and who like encourage it too. Yes. Yeah. Lots of that. Lots and lots of that. Yeah. So we just wanted to kind of look at this from a biblical perspective mm-hmm. why you probably shouldn't be dating when you're 12 <laughs> or 13 or 14 or 15 or, you know, <laughs> any of that. But we just kind of wanted to get into that today with mm-hmm. all the different things. So, Lily, you can go ahead and start us. Okay. Where do I even start? Like Maddie said, we're very passionate about this topic. I think that there's a lot to be said around this topic because the whole idea of dating and relationships has drastically changed in the last, I would even say, few years. I've seen a lot of relationships that just are for fun and we're just dating to say that we're dating and we're doing it because we want to have time to hang out with friends and so you can't do that without a boyfriend and like all the, or girlfriend, whatever. And it's just, it's very mixed up. Like the purpose isn't 
for marriage anymore. And I think we've mm-hmm. talked about that, um, of just like our standards and a little bit of that, like how we look at it. And obviously we've talked about the whole courting and, you know, all of that. And so Maddie and I come from a very conservative view and background on this topic because Mm -hmm. we believe that the man should be a leader and that it should be for the purpose of marriage and you should know your roles in scripture, you know, what is a woman called to biblically and what is a man called to biblically Mm -hmm. and walking that out, serving God, chasing after God. And then I always say, and I've learned from other people and stuff, like if we can do more for eternity together than we can do on our own, then, you know, that's a very good indicator that uh, this is a good relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I think that you just have to you have to really evaluate a lot of where you're at with Jesus. A lot of the questions, which we're going to answer today, because it's it's a genuine question. When is it mm-hmm. okay for people to start dating? And it's a very big question. Like, I see a yeah. lot of people trying to answer it today or have questions about it, you know. But I think that there's a lot of stuff to unpack before you can actually like give an age because I think that it depends more on maturity levels than it really does age. Well, in our household, our parents never really set like a specific age Mm -hmm. for like when you turn 18, then you're allowed to start dating and, you know, go out and find a boyfriend or whatever, Mm -hmm. which I think that sometimes a lot of people think that like, oh, I turned 18. So now I got to go find somebody or not even just 18. I mean, whatever, maybe your parents have set an age if you're listening, but we have this understanding of we're never going to enter into a relationship unless Mm -hmm. we're ready to actually like marry this person. So... I think that that's something that is honestly a lot more valuable than just having a specific age that you set. I'm not saying that that's wrong at all because it's good to kind of put some limits when it comes to that, I think. My personal well, and opinion, it's I'm not the, a parent, but... Yeah, it's helpful for the kids, too, because I feel like some some kids need that. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's not even think about that in this yeah. stage of life. They need that, hey, we're not going to date through high school, so don't even worry about it mm-hmm. or uh, whatever it may be. So I think that those boundaries are good. Yeah. But I also think that if you, as a teenager, obviously I'm speaking to teens right now, if you are seeking out a relationship with Jesus, you're seeking him first and he is your everything, then there's just this trust in yeah. his plan and his will for your life. And so you know whenever that person comes along that he wants you to marry, that you're not going to miss it. You're not going to be hesitant. You're you're going to be ready. And I find a lot of peace in that because mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, it's just because I turned 18, like you just said, doesn't mean that I'm ready to enter into a relationship. It doesn't some, mean that God has actually given exactly, you that person yet. Right. And he may be preparing you for something, you know, mm-hmm. that you're going to meet that person or whatever, and you just need to wait. And maybe you're ready. I don't know. Like, there's just a lot of different things to look at and examine and really question in your own life because so many of us want to turn to, well, when is the perfect age or yeah. when is the perfect season or, you know, when I get my first car or when I have enough money to do this or, you know, whatever, then I'm ready. No, because it depends, like I said earlier, a lot on the maturity level or that you're ready spiritually um, or that the other person is ready spiritually or that you've met the right person. Like I could just go on and on with so many different things. A lot of different things that we could get into, but I think that that is good that you brought up. You may not be spiritually ready to be Mm -hmm. in a relationship because I think that that's something 
that's very important that you need to look at if you are thinking about entering a relationship or you're in a relationship. Like, is this taking away from Mm. my spiritual life? Is it taking away from the time that I'm spending with Jesus because I'm spending it all with my boyfriend or my girlfriend or, you know, whatever. And the spiritual aspect of relationships is the most important part. And that's the part that you really need to get right. And I mean, I've seen a lot of people who are even older than us who have entered into relationships and you just kind of see their spiritual lives go downhill a little bit because Mm. you're spending all this time with this person. You really enjoy spending time with them. Not saying that you shouldn't spend time with them, but there are limits that you need to set for yourself, I think, of I'm not going to spend all my time with them. I'm going to spend a majority of my time with Jesus Mm -hmm. in, in his word because really it's important to prepare yourself for marriage. It's important to prepare yourself for being in a relationship. It's important to have all your standards lined up before Mm -hmm. you enter a relationship. I know that that's kind of what we specifically talked about in our earlier episode, which we recorded that quite a while ago. Yeah, we're really big on that. Yeah. Uh, Having standards lined up before you actually enter into a relationship, Mm -hmm. before you put yourself in difficult situations, because all relationships are going to have difficult situations and temptations and all those different things. So it's so important to have biblical standards set up Mm -hmm. before you enter into a relationship. And scripture prepares us for that as Mm -hmm. well. Like there is a lot said in scripture about those things, temptations, Mm -hmm. just how to handle relationships, uh, how to be pure, how to be holy. And so just don't listen. You know, one of the things I wanted to point out, and I'm going to read a verse here that kind of goes along with that. Most people tell you, the world tells us, right, as teenagers that scripture doesn't have anything to say about relationships. It doesn't have anything to say about, you know, where relevant, right, where you're at right now, what you're dealing with, what you're struggling with. If you're kind of in that impatient stage or just having an impatient time where you're like, I really want to be in a relationship or maybe you're just like, I don't know and all this stuff. Scripture has a lot to say about it. Mm -hmm. And so often we listen to the world. We fall into the world's trap of, well, God, yeah, he, yeah, he may care about it, but not until I like marry the person. Yeah. That's not true. Mm -hmm. He has a person for you, like designed especially for you. You're supposed to do ministry together. You're supposed to serve him together. And he knows who that person is. And so I think that we have to be the ones to trust him for that and understand and ask the Lord to work in us before we even get to that point, because that's the most important thing. And the verse I wanted to bring up was 2 Timothy 2, verse 22. And it says, flee from youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. I really like that verse because it gives you kind of an outline of what we're supposed to be focusing on. And it says that we are supposed to flee from those youthful passions. So scripture tells us, and and what do we see in our culture today? Just like Maddie said earlier in the episode, we see these kids, like literally 12 years old, 10 years old, who they have their phones and they're going on so-called dates and all these things, even though their parents are driving them. And I just don't, you know, that's another mm-hmm. topic for another time. When I was there, we had play dates <laughs> with other girls. Exactly. Not boys. That was it. <laughs> but anyway, it was just, you know, we have these different things going on that now I'm like, 
whoa. And parents mm-hmm. let their kids, like they kind of encourage it even, you know, a lot of parents are like, yeah, that's your boyfriend, that's your girlfriend. And we call Aww, them that so in front cute. of them. Right. And it's fun to joke about it sometimes. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that you have to be so strict and like, oh my goodness. But there is a level of appropriateness when they're that age, I think, because, mm-hmm. you know, girls especially, I've noticed just taking care of girls and mentoring girls and all that stuff that that really gets into their minds. Mm -hmm. Like, well, that's my boyfriend or whatever. And so it can be very encouraging to them. Well, you have to chase after boys because you're Mm -hmm. encouraging it or if friends encourage it, right? Other teen girls, or if you're a guy, I think it's the same in every circle for teenagers. Well, a friend encourages it. So then you start pursuing or you dare each other to do stuff. And, you know, all the different things that happen in uh, teenage friend circles nowadays Mm -hmm. has a lot to do with relationships and pursuing other people and finding that person and all this stuff. And I don't think that we're really living according to the scripture that I just read of flee from youthful passions. Not just, hey, be careful. No, it's flee. You are supposed to turn away from those things. And what are we supposed to do instead? It gives us a list. Pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Mm -hmm. I think that that is a perfect verse for Christian teens today who want to honor God with dating and relationships and whatever the Lord has for them in the future. We're supposed to pursue those things. And what a lot of us do is we tend to get wrapped up in the worldly relationship drama and all that stuff. And we pursue the things that we shouldn't pursue. And we're walking into things at the wrong time Mm -hmm. because we're just like, oh, whatever. You know, we don't have our standards. We don't know scripture. We're not really focusing on, hey, I want to get into a relationship for marriage. That's the purpose, not just to have fun, not just to, you know, say that I have a boyfriend or girlfriend and be cool or whatever. Like, it's not about any of that. It's about pursuing these things and honoring the Lord and seeking Him and potentially getting married and doing even more for the Lord, Mm -hmm. even more for eternity together than you ever could just alone and doing things on your own. Yeah. And the last part of that verse when it says pursue peace, Mm. that was the last thing that it listed. I think what came to my mind was that we shouldn't be restless to be in a relationship because I feel like the Lord is always going to bring you someone at the exact time when you're supposed to meet them, when you're supposed to be in a relationship, when you're supposed to hopefully get married. And so I think that that's something that we also need to be seeking is just peace about I don't need to go and pursue someone Mm -hmm. because as long as I'm focused on God, as long as they're focused on God, then at some point he's going to bring us together. Right. And so I think that that's something that especially as girls, and I can even find myself doing this, you watch like a romantic movie or, you know, whatever, and you're like, oh my goodness. I just want to get married like right now. But I think that something we really need to be focusing on and pursuing is that peace that the Lord gives you of I'm going to provide who you're supposed to be with. And when you don't force it, you are much less likely to make a mistake with who you're with. So many people rush into things and aren't focused on the Lord. And so the first guy that comes along in our case, since we're girls, uh, the first guy that comes along 
oh my goodness, he's my world and <laughs> we're gonna get married. We're gonna, mm-hmm. you know, we've got our Pinterest boards with all our wedding ideas and which, I mean, I have a Pinterest board with wedding <laughs> ideas, but I've seen some girls take it to like the next level where right. they have their colors planned. They have what kind of dress they're gonna wear. They've got all these different things and they become consumed mm-hmm. with this idea, which hopefully they are focused on getting married if they're in a relationship. Right. But most times... Some girls even just focus on like, oh, so cute. I've finally got a boyfriend. Mm. So I think that that is something in that verse that we should be focusing on is we need to have peace. We need to be resting in the Lord for where he has us. We're in the exact spot where we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And as long as we're focused on him, we're focused on his word, we're focused on his plan for our life and not our own plan for our lives, then he is going to bring you to the right person. He's going to bring them to you and you don't need to worry about it. And I feel like that's so much more romantic and so much more beautiful when you're just trusting the Lord and he brings you that person where Mm -hmm. you couldn't have planned it on your own. You're just perfect for each other because you were made for each other. And something that all teen girls, I think, question and probably even guys is, well, how do I know if it's the one? How do I Mm -hmm. know if he or she is the one? Well, like Maddie said, if you're in the Lord's will, if you're walking so closely with him and he is first in your life, like Matthew 6.33 says, seek first the kingdom. If you're actually doing that in practice in your daily life, then there's going to be no doubt when that Mm -hmm. guy or girl comes into your life because God is going to show you. And you're so in tune with the spirit that he is showing you, you can discern and all these different things that hopefully you're on the same page. You know, you see his love for Jesus, her love for Jesus. I think that that's the first thing. Like who cares if he or she is cute? Who cares if they're how tall you dreamed they would be or, you know, all this stuff, whatever it is that, you know, we all get wrapped up in and the world tells us we should be concerned about. I don't care about any of that. And I can honestly say that because I've gotten to the point where if they love Jesus and they're the one, then that's attractive to me. Mm -hmm. And that is what we should be attracted to as teenagers. And I think that so many teenagers have been trained to be attracted to the wrong thing. The physical. Um, The physical looks, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be in life that, you know, they've taught us, well, this is all, this is the deal breaker, you know? Well, no, not really. Because as long as they love Jesus and their heart is sold out to him and they're living for him and obviously physical attraction, all that stuff, it needs to be there. But it's not the most important thing. And I Mm -hmm. think that so many girls need to hear that. They can get so focused Trust me, we know. We have discipled teen girls. Some girls focus, like, if they don't have dark hair and blue eyes, then it's, nope, I can't even look at them. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's just (laughs) stuff like that that's very silly in comparison to he has a great heart for the Lord, she has a great heart for the Lord, wants to serve him, like, all these different things. That's what's important, and we've kind of missed the mark on that. Mm -hmm. And we found this verse in Proverbs, and it's Proverbs 19, verse 2, and it says, Desire without knowledge is not good, and whoever makes haste with his feet misses his way. Looking at this through the lens of relationships, me and Lily thought that this verse was very applicable for these situations, something that we should be focusing on. Whoever makes haste with his feet misses his way. Mm. I think that this is something that's very important because when we are just consumed with the physical attraction, we're just consumed with, well, I hit high school, so everyone else has boyfriends, so I better get one Mm -hmm. at some point. When we're so focused on our status, our relationship status, 
just all these different things that are very silly that the Lord doesn't want us to be focusing on, it is going to be so easy to miss the person that the Lord puts in your life. Yeah. And that is something that you're going to regret. If you're Mm -hmm. so focused on someone else that the Lord puts the man or the woman in your life who you should be with, and you miss that because you're so focused on other things because they don't meet your expectations for looks or for all the different things. And I don't, I don't know if guys do this as much as girls do, but you know, you've always got like that one guy in your head that you want your future husband to look like. But I think that this is an important verse because when we're so focused on the worldly things, when we're so focused on looking at the physical attributes and we're not looking at their heart, mm-hmm then it is going to be so easy to miss the person that the Lord puts in your life just because you're so caught up with your own self-interest and honestly selfishness in a way. It may not be like, I have to have this guy or I'm never getting married. But when we are so focused on ourselves, then it's going to be much, much easier to miss the person that the Lord is going to put in our lives. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking about, we know this couple who lives in Texas and they are, I don't know, probably like in their 50s. For a second there, I didn't know who you were talking about, but oh, okay, I got to know. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're probably 50s, like 60s, in their I 50s, I think. And they just got married like not even 10 years ago, I don't think. And so they got married later in life and they are like so happy together and they are opening up their house for different missionaries. If they're down in Texas for anything, they both work. So they mm-hmm. open their house and they're like, you know, you can come and go as you please where you've stayed with them a couple of times. And they are just so nice and they love each other. They're so happy that they waited to get married, that they weren't rushed when they were younger. They are a very, very good example to me. I always think of them when we're talking about different things about not rushing relationships and stuff mm-hmm. because they weren't so concerned with, well, I'm 20 and I don't have a boyfriend yet. I'm not married yet. And so they waited Mm -hmm. and now they've found the person who they were totally meant to be with. And they're doing so much ministry together. They're such great witnesses to people. And so I think that too often we can get so caught up in, well, I just turned 18 and now I'm allowed to date. Or, you know, you think that that's an appropriate time for you to start dating. So I better go out and find a boyfriend and try and get married as fast as I can. And I'm not saying that all people are like that because I know that a lot of people aren't, but sometimes we can get caught up in, I need a boyfriend, I need to get married, and we don't even really realize it. It's like an emotional high when you get into this relationship and you think that you just love this person with all your heart. And I'm not saying that you don't, you may, and it may be the person that the Lord has given you. I'm not trying to make anybody doubt that, but too often we are very, very self-focused and we don't even realize it. So I think that something that really needs to go into relationships and getting into relationships is tons of prayer. First of all, you really need to be praying that the Lord would give you the man or the woman that you're supposed to be with, that you're supposed to get married to, and not rush into anything. Don't just take whoever comes along. Make sure that you pray and make sure that you just have this peace, like that one verse said, that you know that this is the Lord's plan for you. Be reading scripture, like we've been saying, making standards for yourself. If you're not in a relationship, I totally encourage everyone to do that. Guy, girl, doesn't matter. You really, really need to have standards in place where you're 
gonna say, I'm not even gonna put myself in this certain situation because I know it could possibly lead to this or this or this. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna set this boundary in place so that I don't even get close to that temptation or fill in the blank for yourself because we all have different things that we Mm -hmm. don't wanna get involved in. We don't wanna put ourselves in certain situations. And so I think that that's very, very important to have standards. And me and Lily, seriously, since we were like little, we've had all these standards. Many of them have changed over the years because lots of them were very unrealistic. But Mm -hmm. that is something that is very important. And I think that that's something that a lot of people regret not having because if they are in a relationship, you end up in a difficult position. You're not really sure what to do. Yeah, you don't know where you Because you haven't stand. prepared yourself for this and mm-hmm. you haven't thought about all the possible outcomes of certain things. So that's something that's very, very important. And I'm not saying that you have to have like a whole list of 50 different standards that you have and mm-hmm. they are kind of unrealistic. Like me and Lily's used to be very unrealistic, but now they've changed. We've gotten older. We realize Mm -hmm. what relationships are really about and stuff. And so I think that that's something that if you are a teenager, something that you really need to be reading scripture about because there are lots of standards, lots of examples of standards in the Bible Mm -hmm. that we can read about and apply to our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love a quote by Elizabeth Elliot, and this has been uh, something that I think about a lot just because it's a great list. It's a great mindset to have about waiting for the right person that God wants to give you, having the right mindset about dating and marriage and all this stuff. And it says, this job has been given to me to do. Therefore, it is a gift. Therefore, it is a privilege. Therefore, it is an offering I may make to God. Therefore, it is to be done gladly if it is to be done for him. Here, not somewhere else, I may learn God's way. In this job, not in some other, God looks for faithfulness. And I think that that really fits what we're talking about today because he is looking for faithfulness. He's looking to see if we're going to trust him in this area of our lives. Mm -hmm. He's looking for our heart to be all about him, to seek him, as I've been saying. And I think that sometimes our our mindset about waiting and being content is very messed up. We want things right now. That's the Mm -hmm. consumer culture we've been raised in. Teens nowadays, our generation, they They don't know what it means to wait. They don't know what it means to be content and be happy with what they have right now or where they're at right now or whatever. I think that that's why a lot of marriages and things are like failing so quickly now Mm -hmm. because the newness wears off. They haven't really given themselves fully to the Lord. They're not surrendered. They're not being faithful to the Lord first and foremost. And so how do we expect anything to work well. And I think that 100% of our problems would be solved if we would do it God's way. Mm -hmm. 100% of our problems would be solved if we would just listen to God and do it how he intended because he is the author of relationships. He is the one who created that. And so he knows best in this area of our lives. And so if you can trust him for right now, for the second, for whatever you're going through, then you can trust him for the future. You can trust him for all the things that he has for you because he knows you best. He is your creator and he is the author of relationships. And so everything that we look at in this area of our lives comes back to him. And if our hearts are not in him, then how do we expect a great marriage someday? How do we expect Mm -hmm. to be able to live holy and righteous lives in the area of relationships? We just can't. There's no way to do it. Mm -hmm. You can't do it on your own. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a longer episode today, but 
This is something that me and Lily really felt like we should discuss. Definitely an important topic, definitely something that all of us need to be thinking about. Even if you are already married and you have kids and stuff, be thinking about this stuff with them because we need parents' help. Our parents have helped us a lot with different standards, giving us a good example of what marriage looks like. Our mom has always told us, always, that first and foremost, for us specifically, the man who comes into your life should first and foremost be your best friend and be the person that you want to spend all your time with, Mm -hmm. be the person that you are happy with doing whatever. It doesn't matter what you're doing. doesn't matter if he buys you a bunch of nice stuff. doesn't matter what he does for you necessarily. It's just that you enjoy being together. You're serving God together and he's your best friend and you're his best friend. Mm -hmm. So, there you go. A little bit of wisdom from our wonderful mother. <laughs> Who we need to get on the podcast very yes. soon. Someone actually asked about that. I know. A couple people have asked about it on the podcast. So yeah. let us know if you want mom to be on the podcast. We're working on getting her <laughs> on the podcast. So if you are a teenager and you are struggling with, I want to be in a relationship or I'm just not sure how to go about being in a relationship, even if you're not like anxious to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. right now, but you're thinking about it in the future because I know that a lot of people do think about that. I think about it of like, how am I going to handle certain situations? How am I going to know that this guy or this girl is the one and Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be with them for the rest of my life and this is who God wants me to be with? Do some of the things that we've suggested in this episode, reading scripture, setting standards for yourself, because also if you have those standards, most likely if you're with the right person, you won't even have to stick up for yourself or try and get yourself out of a difficult situation because Mm -hmm. if you're with the right person, if they're focused on the Lord, they're never even going to put you close to a difficult situation where you're going to need to say no to something or you're going to need to say, okay, I'm going home because I'm not Mm -hmm. doing this. If you're with the right person and you're both serving the Lord, you're both focused on him, hopefully you'll never even have to um, enforce those standards Mm -hmm. and say no to different things. And that's also a good sign that you're with the right person when you're comfortable around each other. He's not putting you in any difficult situations. Uh, you're not putting him in any difficult situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You shouldn't have to compromise on anything at all, especially when it comes to the standards and, you know, mm-hmm. what God has for you. Those yeah. are very important. Stick to your guns. And if you have to take them up, then, you know, probably not the right person. Mm -hmm. If they're going to try and make you let go of those standards or make you just kind of soften them a little bit, Mm -hmm. don't be so hard. Or make you feel bad about them. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's a good sign that you really need to evaluate where you're at Mm -hmm. and whether the person that you're with is focused on the Lord. Because if you have put prayer and you've tested your standards with scripture, Mm -hmm. you've talked about it with other believers and they agree with them, then obviously something's not quite right there and they obviously haven't studied scripture for different standards. They don't have a lot of standards themselves. Right. So yeah, that's a little tangent right there, but we hope you enjoyed this episode. We are going to wrap up in prayer, so please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode, and I just thank you that Lily and I were able to talk about this topic today. I pray that we were able to encourage some people. I pray that you would help each and every one of us, especially as teenagers, if there are any teenagers listening. I pray that you would help us to just have peace in where we are right now. I pray that we would be so focused on you, that you just lead us directly to the person that we're supposed to be with, and that there would be no doubt that you created us for each other. And um, I pray that you would just 
help us in that area of our lives. I know that it can be concerning sometimes. We can feel a lot of pressure from friends um, or just society in general of, well, you should have a boyfriend or you should have a girlfriend. I just pray that you would help each and every one of us to stick to our standards and to be so focused on you that we don't even notice what society or what our friends are saying because if it doesn't line up with what you're saying, then we just don't even pay attention to it. So I pray that you would just guide us and protect us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys. Thank you again. As Maddie said, we hope that you enjoyed this. Thank you for listening and tuning in this week as always. I saw this quote the other day, or I don't know if you would call it a quote. I just saw this thing the other day that said, dance with God and he will let the perfect man cut in. That was really, you know, a powerful way to look at it. Our relationship with God comes first. Do not compromise on that. That is important. That is the most important thing. And so if anyone, like we've been saying, if anyone takes you away from that or takes your focus off of Christ, then it's not worth it. It's not important. It's not what we should be focusing on. And so I would just encourage you guys to think about that this week. What are your standards? What are you really living for? Is your intention um, in dating and relationships to marry someone who will love the Lord with you and really serve him with you? Or is it just for yourself? You know, examine that and ask yourself that. Pray about it and act upon it. You know, I hate when people just say, oh, pray about it. And then that's it. Mm -hmm. We need action. We need things. So start making a list of things that you want to do better. Uh, One of the things, you know, mentors have told me before is like, whatever you pray for in a future husband is what you need to be. And so that always convicts me of like, if I'm praying that they're going to be a leader, then I need to be a leader. If I'm praying that they're going to be kind to others or they're going to put Jesus first, then I better be doing the same. And so I think that that's just another powerful way to look at it. And in light of eternity, right, we're always Mm -hmm. going back to that. How do we look at real life stuff and really focus on the Lord right here, right now in our everyday lives? And that's a very great way to think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And many mentors have told me that and said that it really has impacted their relationships and how they have had successful marriages as well. So Mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in with us. We love y'all. As always, do not forget to hit that subscribe button, that like button, that download button, whatever you can hit, whatever you can comment on. Just There's do so it, many you know? Things. It helps us so much in our ministry. One of the most powerful things you can do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a rating and review. Give us a five-star rating and then... Uh, if you t- want to. Yeah, and you tell us what to. you like about the podcast. We yeah. love hearing mm-hmm. from our listeners and who's tuning in every week and mm-hmm. just to hear their thoughts about different stuff. And so that is an amazing way that you can support our ministry through Apple Podcasts. You can't do it anywhere else, but if you download Apple Podcasts, you can do that and it helps a ton. So Mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye guys.